0: Hey there, and welcome to our East Coast Church podcast. If you would like to know more information about our church and who we are, head to our website, eastcoast.org.au. From wherever you are listening right now, we hope that the content in this podcast blesses you. Well, welcome. This is pretty exciting uh, to the Cultivate podcast for women. I've got Linda Hamilton in the garden with me today, and it's pretty special, first ever podcast moment for us. Uh, You may know Linda from being on stage, worship leading at church. You've been a part of East Coast for how long?
1: I think four years. Feels like a lifetime though, doesn't it? Four years, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so when you came to church, um, it's been amazing to see your journey, really, from what God has done. And we're very close friends and... We've been able to see our kids grow up together. Linda's got twin boys, which is always, like, I think, an interest point, being a mum of twins. Um, But you've got this calling that was so evident in you, like a hunger for God, but a real mm-hmm. calling, especially around worship, but the creative as well. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about cultivate, I would say it's something that you've really cultivated in mm-hmm. your life, especially from coming into East Coast and have it beginning to see you go on this journey of like seeking out the spirit mm-hmm. of God. And what you, I think it's the stage, um, I heard Charlotte Gamble once call it like, the change room. And so when you're getting change in a dressing room, particularly Sutherland Pool, if you've been up there, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, you're getting, it's so awkward because you're like trying to get change in front of people. And that's what platform ministry is like, is you change and grow in front of people. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've seen you on this journey. Can you talk to us about that journey? Because many people wouldn't know, Mm -hmm. like what happens on the Mm inside. How have you cultivated
1: that gift of Mm -hmm. worship? Well, when I first became a Christian, to be honest, I didn't even know that I had a voice. Like I just started singing in church by being asked by our youth pastor to sing because he heard me in the congregation and I thought, oh, okay, this is interesting.
0: So you so never sung before that? I sang like, karaoke. I, okay, well, so did I. And but like, that's, <laughs> I've never been asked to
1: sing worship. <laughs> and like nothing really in front of anybody. Yeah. Um, And so that's where it kind of started. Um, But it wasn't really until, so that I guess I became a Christian when I was 16. And that worship journey sort of started, I was about 17 or 18. And then it wasn't until I really started coming here, which was like four years ago, that. I really understood what worship was and, mm. it, and once I understood more about my king and about my father and how much he was so worthy of our worship that and he just wanted all of our worship that I started to really truly understand what this gift was and what this calling was to be a worship leader and so it took years like I don't know, 14 years or something to really understand that. Um, and it wasn't until maybe three years ago that I just started to worship on my own. Mm-hmm. And it's really awkward and strange and like everyone would be in bed and I would just turn all the lights off and put YouTube worship on and just started to, I guess, cultivate that worship um, on my own and start to cultivate that uh, culture of worship in myself, that that's when I, it started to come out in me. Um, and that's where it all started to really unfold, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you see, we see the evidence of that uh,
0: when you lead worship, but it's the things that you've cultivated in the secret mm-hmm. place really with God absolutely. and with his spirit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And from knowing, like, being close to all of our worship Mm. leaders, I know that that is true, that it's not just you turn it on for when you're up there. It's those (laughs) moments in the secret place. Same with preaching as well. It's what we've cultivated privately with God that then, you know, he anoints publicly Mm. as the gift. And we, it's funny just talking about Emma and, you know, how different, Emma and I are personality-wise and I would say the same with us and yeah. having that close friendship and knowing each other intimately, we often will joke, you know, yeah. about those differences. But when it comes to being a perfectionist of kind, like I think mm. you're a balanced perfectionist, you're mm. very measured but at the same time and um, you don't like to do things unless you're going to do it well and I know that 100%. you're yes, <laughs> ironically, um, <laughs> If you say yes to it, it means that you're going to give your all yep. and you don't take your yes lightly. Mm. Um, and so what what does that look like in a faith context? Because God's often, and I was talking to Emma about him, like taking the control off us so mm. we can trust mm. and lean into him. And what does that look like for you to really step into the calling mm. and what God's called you to do? How have you had to grow mm. um, and be stretched?
1: Yeah, I think... When I first started leading worship, it was really had a lot of fear around um, being doing everything right yeah. and the right way, and it sounding perfect. And definitely, that's I've come a long way there. Um, but a lot of it is in the preparation. So you mm. can't prepare. I don't know if this is answering question, but I feel like you can't prepare for the moments where the Holy Spirit's going to really break through and. You don't know what the Holy Spirit's going to do in in the worship yeah. in that moment, but you can prepare and be ready for those moments and mm. um, and create space for those moments, if that.
0: Yeah, makes it makes sense, sense. Yeah. and I think you being able to allow the Holy Spirit to move Mm. and that would be almost go against the grain. Your natural tendency would be to order but when it comes to the Spirit giving him space to move in a worship time, which I think you do beautifully and and that is because you've sought after his heart. Yeah. In that time of worship, and something—I mean, we're talking a lot about worship, but another aspect of your life—you're such a natural evangelist. For <laughs> you are, um, and people just sense God uh, in you, and you. Mm-hmm. Doors of people's hearts are open often mm-hmm. to receive the gospel at different times, and you, uh, the director of our play group, our mm-hmm. community play groups, which is amazing, and you've got a real a heart for people. And I know that when you started coming to our playgroup, it's almost like you knew that one day you would be doing what you're doing. Do you agree or no? (laughs) No, I don't
1: know. I just knew that I loved people, always loved people. And I knew that I would be doing something in that area. I didn't know it was specifically going to be that, but I always loved going and being part of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I guess seasonally with your background of even sleep, uh, being a sleep consultant mm. and having that heart for parents and particularly women that, you know, are struggling in their parenting yeah. and having that ability to bring that calming peace. But it's really peppered with the Holy Spirit, you know, in the presence of God yeah. when you come alongside them, mm. which is so powerful. So what would you say, um, because we've had a lot on this Cultivate podcast, we've had guests that are serving, um, you know, senior pastors Mm -hmm. and missionaries, but what I would love to hear from you as a member of our congregation Mm -hmm. and speaking to the women that may be wondering, okay, what's my gift? How do I, you know, cultivate my calling? I may not be called to worship lead, but I want to do something for God. What would be your advice to them? I just...
1: I mean, just ask God, I think, um, it sounds very simple, but just asking God and just waiting. I think we live in such a a time where we rush and Mm. we're not patient and we don't, you know, we don't wait for that, that call as such. We don't wait for that, um, for God to speak sometimes because we're just so busy and, Mm. but just to wait and, and I guess it has – it does go a little bit into the worship sense, but I found that the worship – worshipping on my own and whether, you know, you sit down and you read the word or you, um, or you just, like what I said before, turn the lights off and worship God. And I find that in those moments that's when personally I just get drops from heaven and he's just like this, this word, this word, this person, you know, whatever – it might be. So I think just spending time and just being patient with Him.
0: And it's Mm. so true. So I've got a tickle in my throat. It's not a cough. Um, We, like, just recently did, we worshipped over Zoom chat or Skype, whatever you call it, Mm -hmm. and I just wept. Like, you've definitely got a gift, you know, of tapping into the Holy Spirit and God just spoke to me in Mm. that – in that moment and it was really precious mm, and special. I think that's mm. something that we think, uh, even the awkwardness of saying, hey, do you want to like worship? <laughs> Over, it's like so You know, awkward. it's awkward <laughs> to make that suggestion and think, oh, what are they going to think? And even knowing that, oh, this could be weird but God moves so powerfully mm. in that moment and just being brave enough to do that yeah. Uh,
1: through a friendship, I think is really... And that safe place, you know, yeah. you have safe people that you can share your gift with or yeah. whatever it might be, even if it might seem awkward, just to, yeah, have that space together. Yeah, mm. I think it's cool. You guys should
0: try it. Mm. Um, but thank you, Linda, for coming in okay. to our pul- pul- cultivate. <laughs> cultivate podcast. It's a tongue twister. Um, as we close, would you pray... And just, yeah, be led and I would just encourage you if you're at home and you're listening, the spirit of God transcends space and time Mm -hmm. and wherever you are right now, that the voice of God, that what you need to hear, that Mm -hmm. you will hear it today and that he has a message for you Mm -hmm. and for your heart Um, and that he cares about us so much that it will just be the right timing when we hear the words we need to
1: hear. So lead us in prayer, lady. Well, thank you, Father. Just for who you are, Father, that you know you just have such a calling and a purpose for our lives, God. God, um, I just really see the women of East Coast just growing, and mm-hmm. um, you know it's like the branches are there, um, and but the leaves and the the growth and the the greenery and the the fruit is is coming and you know what i said before about being patient i just feel like god is saying to some of you listening out there that just be patient for that fruit just be patient for for my calling so god i just pray for for anyone listening right now god that that they would know father that you have purposed them lord that um, that they have a calling on their life father and god i just pray for full patience in them, God. Um, And yeah, we just love you, Lord. We just love you so much. And God, may people find time to spend with you. And and in that time, God, may, may these women and people be patient to listen, Father. God, we just thank you for who you are and all that you are. In Jesus'
0: name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Linda, for
1: pleasure. coming in today. My and pleasure. see you guys
0: next week. Bye. Ciao. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on social media, and follow this playlist to stay tuned on what's coming up.